columns are completely customizable so you can track what's important to you. Everything is visual. I do a lot of uh, interviews and documentaries on, you know, some of the gangsters that populated New York City in the 90s. And all of them niggas know you. 
all them niggas got a story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Bar, you got um, you got a pretty yeah, you got a pretty heavy reputation amongst um, stand-up men and convicts. I do a lot of uh, interviews and documentaries on you know some of the gangsters that populated New York City in the '90s, and all of them niggas know you. All them niggas got a story. <laughs> All them niggas got a story. I I don't see him as no threat at all. 
You sent him a pass to his block. How did you get him out of the housing unit to come to the barber shop? In, in Pennsylvania oh, prisons, they, 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 they have. They, they called him out of the yard. They called him out of the yard because, you know, we, we would, you know, you know, whoever was in charge, uh, uh, we were taking out, you know, their mom, brothers or whatever, to get him, and I'm saying, yo, pull my man down here, you did? Right, so you pulled him down there, and when he, he was laying on him when he got there? Nah, real shit, I had my man front like he was shaping me up, I didn't even have a mustache, but he's acting like he was shaping me up, and he's telling me like, your boy coming in right now. So you was in the so chair, when he came in, you was in the chair already? No.
Bar Kim. Okay, uh, you got a, uh, you got a, you got, you got a background in, in the five percent nation of God's nerves or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm 
and um, you say he, he has a pattern of basically going at guys he feel that he's, I don't know, bigger than or something like that. He, anybody, he don't fuck with no giants. That's what I'm trying to say. I know you talk about it. I know you talk about it. Yeah. 
There's actors on the internet. There's actors on the internet. It's very, very evident. There's actors on the internet. Real recognize real. Man. I just leave that like that. I don't have any shots that I want to take at anybody. But again, <laughs> real recognize real. Straight up. Anybody can attest to the fact I've never been a gang member, you know what I'm saying? 
So I'm they, just a man. I'm just an ambassador. I'm just an. They can call me a, politi- a, 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 a politician. I'm just an ambassador. I got friends from all walks of life, like the Minister Farrakhan told us. Once you once you get knowledge yourself, and, and you know, you get a certain, you attain a certain level of uh, uh, knowledge about anybody. You you don't you don't have friends from all walks of life. So I get along with everybody, whites, blacks, you know, especially from that ever. You know what I'm saying? So. That's, that's, that's basically it, man. Why you and Mano didn't get along? No. Oh, because like I said, he was a bully. You see that he pick and choose. He, he pick on weak people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. pick on weak people. Nigga was a bully. And he was, you know, he chatty. Talk behind your back. He played both sides of the fence. You see what he just did with 50? Yeah, you I seen that. I seen that. No disrespect to um the brothers on the other side of the spectrum where um, you know, I don't know the brothers, so I don't really want to say their name. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. I know the situation. You know, he'll say one thing and then he'll flip. Yeah. He'll say some other shit. Yeah. Uh look up look up this brother from the West Coast a couple of years ago. He ain't want no smoke with him. Nah, that's he whack. He's not gonna go at it with Black one hundred. That's why I said in my mom. Scared to shoot the fade, call yourself the king. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I just told him the same shit. I just made it, I just made it clear. Um, I'll beat you the fuck up. Like let's we we don't have to talk. Not get somebody to put some paper up. Maybe we can earn from it. I don't like that nigga, man. You know what I mean? Show me you can whoop. Show me you can whoop my ass and shit. You right here slapping motherfuckers and shit. Slap me. Lose an arm. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, niggas that act like that, man. You you learn the psychology. There's a psychology attached to serving prison time. You. Uh, you can keep going, but I'm, this shit gonna cut off, and I, I, I gotta go to um city, city um clinic. But check this out, it's still way up in the air now. Mask off, screwed up in the air by a hater, and with that, I say peace, brother. I'll check back in later. Peace, my man. What up? <laughs> themselves is about the fact that they fill out your jaw exactly. and thus pull the skin. Exactly. It's really what it is, what it does. It really pulls the skin back so it gives you a tighter definition. Okay. That actually is something I didn't quite... Oh, cool. Okay, great. Makes so they sense. do work. They and do work. But work. do they really create a tight jawline? Hmm, not so much. Okay, so it's supporting. It's supporting it. Okay, sec- second one that's out on the internet floating around. If you eat less sodium, because I-, I guess at the end of the day... Less, anything salt, less sodium, any inflammatory food will really kind of give you of a puffiness and okay. depuffing your body or getting the water out of your body will give you a slimmer jawline it will give you a slimmer face also okay so in connection to that and there's another nutritional vibe like in my head it was always kind of contradictory it's like oh drink more water so you'll have less water in your body so drinking water doesn't mean that you're going to balloon with water drinking water actually helps to remove the toxin from your body and the toxin is what makes you swell up so same thing like if you drink more so water really eat less helps. sodium both of those both actually of help actually retaining help. less water in your exactly. body and thus 
and then swing your face and swing your jawline. Okay, right on. So that's confirmed. Confirmed by a dermatologist. <laughs> the internet is actually right, which is nice. Is I feel really like the internet right? oftentimes is just it's true. all, over, it's the all over the place. So turn to you guys really quick. The next two steps are proven to work. They're kind of like more optical illusions actually, and it's hair related. For one, it's using your beard, which I don't have on right now. But using your beard to create that line, to really accentuate your jawline, that absolutely helps in improving that, right? Yeah. As a, from, that's just a woman's perspective. That's just a woman's perspective, right. but it's more of an optical illusion than anything else. But it women, we, have, we use makeup for contouring. For men, right. you would really use a little bit of the hair and darkness of the hair to really counter that. Absolutely. And then we also can use, like, my haircut right now. It's slim on the sides rather than a longer hair. Anything that rounds out your face is also just going to make your face look more angular and just accentuate your jawline. Absolutely. Right? Right. So now, and we've got, we've got expert confirmation of the things that are already out on the internet and a lot of the YouTube videos that you guys see, but what can you do beyond that? If you're doing all of that and you're still not happy with your results, what can you do? How can you, as, as a dermatologist, help? Well, we can definitely there? help now. Yeah. Before it was just genetics and optical illusions. Now we can actually tighten your skin and tighten your jawline. One of the procedures we use in the office is called Alvera. Uh -huh. It's a micro-focused ultrasound that really creates tightness in your skin by creating more collagen. So the jawline becomes much more defined. So that's non-invasive, like you know? Completely non-invasive. Okay. It's an ultrasound. It's a focused ultrasound, but the same ultrasound that they do through pregnancy. So it's very, very safe. It's delivered by a professional, and it really helps to create more collagen. So it's actually a long-term procedure, and not just a kind of one-minute fix. So collagen is a big trigger word, obviously, with, with skin, right? And um, Collagen uh, is everything for us. <laughs> that's your how exactly, so you trigger the collagen production, how does that tighten the, the jawline? So stimulating collagen production, especially in the layer under the skin, in your dermis and platysmal layer, creates more tightness. And the tightness in the skin really lifts the skin up and tightens it under the skin. So you are really with the skin defining the bone and defining the jawline. Okay, that's amazing. And uh, do you, do you, how often do you have to... Do that. The trick to it is that it's one-time procedure, but it is based on your collagen production. So I talk to all my patients where we do Alvera, that I help them once. Yeah, After that, it's in their hands. So good diet, good actually nutrition, and taking enough proteins it. and maintaining it what makes a difference. So I know for a lot of guys of different age ranges, I think mostly a bit older, but, but also for some younger guys, we, we sometimes get that little pouch down here. Is that something that you can treat with Alvera too? Or? We have other tricks. We have other tricks. So when you see a little bit of that pouching, some of it is a deposition of fat. And some okay. of it, again, genetics. You could look at your grandfather and you could look at your father and they had the same things. But a lot of men develop it as they grow older and wiser. So really removing that fat, and we can actually do it. <laughs> definitely get wiser, hopefully. <laughs> really removing that fat. And we can do it now also non-invasively. In the older days, it was only liposuction and surgery and men kind of notoriously stay away from surgery, we can inject something called deoxycholic acid. It's a natural enzyme that is produced in our own gallbladder, and it helps us to digest fats. We can now inject it in targeted areas and digest fat cells. So by removing some of the fat cells and creating a little bit of inflammation, we also cause skin tightening. So you're getting much more of a definition under here and a little bit more <laughs> So you just mentioned something like perception that's like, that's for me, it's like this, this red flag, but, but it's, it's different than that. It's very different than that. It's an in-house procedure. Mm -hmm. It's literally small injections, okay. and you go home right after that. You have a little bit of swelling. It's a great time to do it right now. You can wear a turtleneck, but otherwise it's completely non-invasive. Right. How often do you have to do it? And I feel like with liposuction, there's been talk about, okay, you do it once, but then you just 
eat normally and live your normal life and it will just come back. Is that the case? It's different with Cabela. It's different with dissolving the fat cells. It's some other <laughs> procedures because we can really yeah. tailor it to you. For somebody it works with one, for somebody it works with three. It also depends really where your endpoint is. How happy you want to eat, how tight you want to create this jawline. Okay, and but it won't, it won't bounce back. And it won't bounce back. Of course, well, if you that? really decide to gain 100 pounds, you will gain more <laughs> fat here because we don't okay. kill all the fat cells. But with deoxypolic acid, we actually remove fat cells permanently. And as an adult, we don't produce new fat cells. Starting okay. from the age of 13, when you gain weight, the fat cells expand. When you lose weight, they shrink. So by removing a good number of fat cells from right here, you're just never going to gain as much weight Interesting. there. Interesting. So we don't grow any more fat cells. We don't we... grow any more fat cells. I'd, I'd be looking forward to trying one of those here out there. I mean, I'm... So far, I, think I, do I don't know if that much improvement we're going to see. You're not good before and after. Because I don't have a pouch yet, anyway. You definitely don't have a pouch there. <laughs> right. I, uh, to be fair, I think genetically I, I lucked out in, in some ways. Like I don't, I, I've never really had a lot of body fat, so that <laughs> would apply it to that as well. Yeah, right? And um, I work out a lot, and if you guys work out, want to work out more, my workout routine is up there, which I think working out just all, all overall body health and fitness is, and, and, and like you said, good nutrition. Next video right up there, good nutrition. <laughs> Like I had oily skin, like and moisturizing felt excessive. 
to me. I was like, I already have that moisture. And to some men, it is. And when we, for a very long time, talked about moisturizer, we really talked about oil-based moisturizer. A lot of men don't need that. They need moisturizer really as a vehicle to deliver active ingredients into the skin. There's a lot of moisturizers that are better for the skin than oil-based moisturizers. Oil-based moisturizers actually have no oil in them. Uh, you also mentioned nutrition, and how, how important is nutrition to, to skin care? How well balanced well is your nutrition, your hydration on the inside, will actually get reflected on your skin. As I mentioned before, it is your biggest body organ, yeah, right. so how healthy your body is will show up on your skin also. <clears throat> a lot of people who drink a lot of milk, or people who eat unhealthy food, you know that you're going to break out the next mm -hmm. The same thing with sugars, so you know that it's actually is very important. So how is, how is the skin different in, in your face than it is in the body? Because we, we break out in, your, in our faces and then we, all, the, all the skin care is focused so much on the face. How, how is the skin different? Oil blends. We okay. have different oil blends on our face and anywhere else in the body. And a lot of those oil blends are the hormonal um, control. So anything that changes in our body nutritionally wise will change your hormones. And that's going to cause breakouts of the face. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I hope you are too. But we've got a few more questions. I'm gonna do that again. I, just, I wanna, I wanna take a look at what else. When I grew up, I had, I had, a, I had fairly bad skin. Like now I, I'm somewhat lucky because I eat better. I think primarily for the right. But, but um, I felt like I could never moisturize, especially when I had acne. Like applying anything, so I always felt like that would make that worse. Is there any truth to that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So there is, because I feel like on the internet it's like, oh, moisturizer. Even when you got, you got to moisturize, moisturize every day. But but one moisturizer is not equal to another moisturizer. Okay. A lot of my men do use moisturizers, but they use very different moisturizers that I would recommend to a woman. They use moisturizers that are really oil-based, not oil-based, glycerin-based, hydration mostly. Not as much as emollients, not as much as fatty acids, not as much okay. as cholesterol-based moisturizers. Got it. Okay, excellent. Um, SPF, let's talk about SPF and, and about skin color and skin tone and whether or not you need it and is, is the moisturizer, I have a moisturizer with F, SPF 15, is that enough protection for the day? Well, why we don't put enough SPF? Mm. Men think that when they go to their work and they work from 9 to 5, they don't need SPF, mm -hmm. especially in big cities where the sun, right. there's a lot of sun here, it gets reflected from all the glass windows outside, so you're actually getting sometimes double or triple exposure. So that... Right. 20 minutes that you're actually walking from on the streets to your work are very, very important for your skin protection. So yes, <sighs> SPF is very important for men. I actually saw, I saw a great image on the internet about the truck driver and then we'll put that right here. That has... One side of the face was... Exactly, that was closer to the... Yeah, exactly. I very often see after the summer. Mm -hmm. Tell the patient where the driver or passenger Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Brown spots on one side much more than the other. Yeah. Okay, great. So SPF is very important, no matter no matter your skin color, also no matter how, how dark or light you are. Mm -hmm. As a dermatologist, I worry about skin cancer, but it's also important in terms of aging. Right. If you're an aging, destroys our cells, destroys your collagen, and as we've talked before, yeah. collagen is extremely important. Need that collagen. <laughs> um, so let's talk about aging a little bit, because uh, we mentioned aging and how men age a little bit. And I think, in, in my opinion, was always like, oh, the older you get, the more you need the anti-aging product, anti-aging care. Anti-aging is extremely important. Early. Mm -hmm. You get much more benefits if you study early. When you 
described as pre-aging when you're already not trying to fix something but prevent, you can do a better job. When your body is metabolically active, you can take all those active ingredients that we now right now know that work very well and feel and do something with them. You can regenerate your skin. When you're already aging, your body is not really producing as much protein or doing that much. It's a little too late. Uh, so, so prevention rather than... It's much better yeah. On that note, uh, prevention and it's, it's it's for a lot of guys myself included i don't i don't want to be doing so much i was like i, I want to have a simple routine and and you I, like the seven step treatment oh okay well yeah well, 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 well before we get seven step no that's not here i thought <laughs> a lot of regimens that are for women in six seven steps. oh right exactly yeah 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 we, we don't we don't want that and then and, 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 and so so what is the most important thing for guys to do and and I feel like everybody is always like daily, daily, night, night, uh, morning and night, morning and night. What is it that we should be doing and why is it that we have to do it on a daily basis? Excellent question. Well, daily basis is easy. You brush your teeth every day. Mm. Not because you're really worried about cats tomorrow. You worry of the long-term health of your Right. The same thing with your skin. Skincare is really about maintaining the health of your skin. And I explained to all my patients that there are two very, very different things that happen with our body in the morning and at night. In the morning, it's really all about protection. When you go outside, and your skin from the outside gets bombarded with UV radiation, pollution, infrared radiation, you really want to give it tools to protect itself. That's the sunscreen. Antioxidant and sunscreen, those are two of the most important things that you can do for your skin in the morning. At night when you come home, it's extremely important to wash your face. You want to get rid of all the dirt that accumulated on your skin. But then at night when you go to sleep is when your body regenerates, and your skin regenerates. One and a half minutes. Okay. 
Okay, Dr. Rustic has to go. So we're wrapping up with one last question. Should you touch your face? Or what, what happens when you touch your face? Why shouldn't you do it? You shouldn't. And you know that as a little, no one still do. There's a lot of bacteria in our skin. There's a lot of oil. But very often, it's actually physical touching. You have a pimple and you kind of want to find out. Yeah, but still there. Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that. Yeah, yeah, we know that now. Yeah, you still kind of unconsciously want to touch it. Yeah. Really, that physical touch, it creates more inflammation. It creates more irritation. So it's just going to get worse. Do not touch your skin. Don't touch his skin and follow all of what she said today. I'm Dr. Rusnik. We, we recently did a video on how to improve your jawline, so if you haven't seen that yet, check that out right up there. If you want to find out more about her office and her dermatology practice, you can check that link out down below. And then uh, I will see you very soon. And see you guys with the next video in the, in the, in the near future. Also, again, Dr. Rusnik to answer some more of your questions. If you have any more questions for Dr. Rusnik to potentially answer the next video we're doing, leave them down below. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And I'll see you soon with the next one. Until then, stay dapper. Bye.
we reduce the scourge total powder, mix it with other chemicals, such as borax, sodium nitrate and aluminum oxide, and melt it in the oven, we will have a molten mixture, in which all molecules are mixed, because there are sodium ions in the mixture, when it cools off, there don't form other crystalline lattices in the material. Instead, molecules just freeze randomly, thus creating glass, or in other words, an amorphous material. Besides making transparent glass, it is also possible to make metallic glass of the same amorphous structure. To make it, a mixture of metals needs to be melted in an induction oven and the alloy is poured into a cool rotating copper wheel, where the metal immediately solidifies, creating a long stream of metallic glass. When the speed of cooling exceeds 1 million degrees Celsius per second, metal atoms don't have enough time to create crystal lattices in the material, and thus there forms a non-ordered mixture of atoms, or in other words, glass made of By the way, you can see them well if you break in half an iron rod or a nail. It deforms because of such crystals, which create weak spots in between them. In contrast to nails, there are no crystals in metallic glass strips. That is why it's so hard to twist them out of shape. There is no room for atoms of metal to move around. Such a material is highly durable. Such material becomes much harder and tougher than steel. The only way to change the shape of my strip is to heat it to 3000 degrees Celsius. As a result, the atoms will rearrange themselves and create a totally new shape. For instance, I got a quite springy spring. If we heat up a piece of this material quite strongly, when cooling off, atoms will manage to create small crystals, making the end material extremely fragile. After being overheated, this strip began to crumble in my hands, creating bits so small that I could hardly see them through a microlens. Fortunately, my alley was ferromagnetic, or in other words, an alley which is attracted to magnets. Thus, I collected most of the pieces and didn't get a splinter. In most cases, such ferromagnetic strips from metallic glass are used in manufacturing multilayer transformer cores. This helps increase efficiency of transformers as losses of the eddy currents in the alternating magnetic field are reduced. However, because of high production costs of such strips, most transformers of this new type are manufactured in China and India, the cultures which produce most metallic glass. After conducting experiments with strips made of an amorphous metal, I accidentally saw an article on the internet about the company called Liquid Metal, which was started after a series of successful experiments with metallic glass in the California Institute of Technology. In 2003, this company developed this own alloy of metallic glass, and after that, it started using it for commercial purposes. Judging by the sources in the internet, their alloy is based on zirconium, and it is called Vitraloy 1. 
which is used to make a lot of commercial products. Some of those products included Vertus smartphone cases, memory cards with bulletproof cases, and even golf clubs. I decided to test some items from this list. After that, I was lucky enough to purchase at an auction a couple of new golf clubs made in 2004 from that same metallic glass. These golf clubs were supposed to be many times more robust than the regular ones. That is why I could not wait to test them. To compare performance of the Super Alley golf clubs with regular golf clubs, I also purchased two regular stainless steel golf clubs. When I got all the items, I noticed that golf clubs from these two different materials differ a lot. The one made of steel has a very noticeable crystal surface, whereas the one made of metallic glass looks smooth and even. By the way, their masses are the same, which will prove to be useful during tests. The only thing that caught my attention was that the layer of metallic glass was heterogeneous, most probably to cut production costs. It was sprayed in a thin layer, and the rest was made of steel. I decided to run a trial with this golf, how well the ball bounces of their heads, like in this video. We can see that the ball bounces of the metallic glass surface much longer than of the steel surface, because the formation of amorphous metal is much smaller than that of steel, and most energy is transferred to the ball. First, let us see how the 10mm in diameter steel ball bounces off a stainless steel pot. Because the ball is made of tempered steel, it easily made a dent in a less dense steel, almost having not bounced off it. For my experiment, I secured two golf clubs' heads in a perfect horizontal position and started dropping the same steel bearing ball on them from the height of 40 centimeters. From this footage, we can see that the ball bounces of metallic glass golf club slightly higher than from the steel one. Although the difference isn't as significant as in the demonstrational video I showed you before. Based on 12 experiments, I found out that on average the ball bounces of the metallic glass golf club 10% higher. Also, these results are within the measurement accuracy. But I didn't stop there and decided to test both golf clubs in real conditions. I assembled a testing setup in which golf clubs will be hitting the golf ball with the same amount of force. Because their masses are the same, the only difference will be in the rigidity of the metal heads. And in theory, the ball has to fly off the metallic glass club to a longer distance. I did 12 tests with the metallic golf club and 12 more with the steel golf club and filmed that from the same spot. After that, I decided to overlap the footages to compare the results. We can see that the setup copes well with its dust and the trajectory of the ball is almost always the same. I have colored the balls in different colors. The red ball bounces of the metallic glass golf club and the blue one of the steel golf
When you're ready to get back on the road, count on incredible value from Honda, KBB.com's 2020 Best Value Brand. You can get a great deal on the versatile HRV or fun-to-drive CRV at the Honda Summer Clearance Event. Contact your Honda dealer today or shop online. Get a great deal on the HRV at the Honda Summer Clearance Event today. What if washing your gym socks could help families in need? What if it already has? And what if you could get rewarded for the good you're already doing? Sign up for PNG on every day and earn rewards from trusted brands while supporting causes you care about. Less than 90 days out from this election that is going to be the final election that we've ever had. And that changed. That's very hard to implement. It's important to look at this. Position and started dropping the same steel. 